Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Mel. And I'm Trish. And, and this, this is the Don't Give a 50 podcast. Let's make getting old the new gold, as oh, you say. I like that. I like that one too. That was mine. I think that was mine. Fifty issues. It's Mel and Trish. Welcome to another episode of Don't Give a Fifty, a podcast for midlife women who dare to be awesome and don't give a fifty. We are not slowing down, and we're not ready to put on the handbrake. In fact, we're thriving and living our best lives. Well, we're attempting to anyway, aren't we? Giving it a good crack, up. <laughs> I'm really, really sorry. Some days say. better than others. <laughs> so, I think we had a good day today. We did have a good day. Yeah. Today. Um, there are no new reviews. Come on, ladies. Come Let's on, go. 50 issues. Come on. It's time. We need some more reviews. Anyway, so we're going to move. Good one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess feedback. Yeah, feedback. No failure. Five Just star feedback. ratings. Yeah. That sort of thing. So today we're going to chat about something that we hope that you find super, super interesting because Trish and I do. We are both big readers and we both love books. So Trish is an audio girl and I love a hard copy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's so inappropriate. <laughs> Do you know when I wrote that, I yeah, knew that you would laugh. Yeah, okay. mm-hmm. Anyway, Hard. personally, <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of Degeneration or one of those yeah, comedy yeah. shows from the 1990s. So personally, Trish, I'm in heaven when I go into a bookshop. So I love everything about bookshops. I love the smell of books. I love the colour. I love the layout. And if there's a cafe in there, I'll park myself oh, up yes. happily for hours and Love a bit of good cover art. Yes, good colour like, combination, yeah. proper mm. colour, good font. Mm, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the I mean, that's how I choose my books. <laughs> the Penguin classics <laughs> are a bit disappointing, brow. aren't they, with the orange and black? But anyway, we forgive. I mean, them. the Mills and Boone. You know, a little bit of steamy. <laughs> Isn't that where Fabio? Hot <laughs> Is that where Fabio? I think so. I yeah. think he may have originated from a Mills and Boone or mm, some I'm... sort of genre like that. <laughs> Okay, moving along. <gasps> Barry, Sorry. I'm going to have a sip of your water. Dry today. You are. You've been playing about that before. Anyway, so books and by association book clubs seem to be in vogue at the moment. Doing a bit of research for today, I discovered that book clubs really exploded during the COVID-19 pandemic as people flocked to lots of different online platforms in order to connect with other people, particularly those with a love of reading and of books. So, <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't yeah, heckle okay. you, but, I mean, you wouldn't really join a book club if you didn't love books, would you? <laughs> Sorry, that was so uncalled for and inappropriate. I've been doing that to you a lot lately and I will stop now. It's okay. 
I've taken my – what is it when you swallow a cup of cement and harden the Hard. 50 up? Yeah, right. I've done it. Okay. So a recent survey conducted by the Australian Book Club's hub found that, unsurprisingly, 70% of book club members are female. And it also showed that book club members are loyal to their groups, with 63% of people surveyed reporting they'd been attending for between 5 to 50 years. Yes. So I have been a member of a book club for almost 13 years with the same now 50-ish women. So Trish and I have invited the girls in for a chat about the very on-trend trend of being in a book club. My book club is called The Bookcases. Welcome to Don't Give a 50 Bookcases. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> <laughs> Lean into the microphone, girlfriends. Hello. Hello, Hello Mel. Hello, Trish. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> well done. Okay, so we I'll better pro- start I promise with an I'll be much kinder to all of you than I just was to my dear co-host. Yeah. Yeah, you better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we better start with an introduction. We are only a small group, so this won't take too long. So just um, introduce yourselves to our 50-ish tribe and um, tell us any particular strengths that you have or any roles that you play at our book club meetings, girls? You know, so every, every group has some sort of, you know, specific personalities or roles, the organised one, the, mm. you know, et cetera, et cetera. The eccentric one, the forgetful one, the organised one. She looked at me one. when she said that. <laughs> <laughs> the organised one, the not organised one, <laughs> the kind one, the rude one. <laughs> All right. Well, hi, I'm Trish. Great name. Another I'm Trish. Another Trish. <laughs> Just to confuse Fabulous everybody. People. Fabulous. Yeah. Fabulous. I work in a planning office and in our group, I think, well, I'm the scribe. Aren't I? In our fabulous um, review book that we have every... Is there minutes at a book club? Is it like... Well, it's not minutes as such. It's just um, we write about the books and whether we like them or not and we give them ratings and it's all very professional. No, it sounds very professional. but it creates a lot of conversation. Oh, 100%. So it's actually a book that one of the other girls bought for the club and it's Mm. got questions. Mm -hmm. And so we ask the questions. So it stimulates conversation. Club specific... Diary. Mm. diary. Yeah. It is like a diary. Yeah. Who yeah. yeah. So. Who would have thunk? Who would have thunk yeah. that this sort of right. stuff exists, but it does, Trish. Okay. Mm. I think I'm a very literal reader, so I just take books as they uh, read. So I'm very, like the Underground Railroad, remember that? <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean there isn't a railroad underneath? <laughs> 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 I'm better off just very literally reading the book. But yeah, it's great. I'm Helen. And I would say that I'm the analytical one of the group in that I love to review the reviews of books when choosing them. And I like to cross-reference the book-along list and the Miles Franklin awards and make sure that we're keeping on top of all the award-winning books. I'm a very Fast reader, yes, um, quite known Definitely for that. Definitely the speed reader wow. yeah, of the group. Yeah, a little bit forgetful. I'll often say <laughs> to Kim, usually, "What was that book we read about so and so?" Because I do read so quickly, and often when I attend book club, I've read two books since the book, mm-hmm. so I'm often got to so, think back. So retention might yes. not be a strength, yeah. but so that's speed right. reading is a strength. That's I right. can relate to the retention part, but Me I too. don't relate to the speed reading part. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I usually go home every evening after book club and I start on a book right away. And oh. I'll, you know, I'll probably read for three or four hours. Yeah. Oh, and my just, gosh. Really? Just read. Yeah. That's Sometimes I, I have finished a book on the evening, Stop. but I've got it. Stop. Now, we did not know that. And then I find something else to read and then I have to refresh before book club mm. to remember You should jump on Google and just do a bit of a... Oh, you could just read it again the night before. Why could cram? Very good point, Trish. Very good point. And I think that probably leads very nicely into uh, our next... Our next member. Hi, I'm Annie. I'm a social worker and it is quite ironic that I'm sitting beside Helen (laughs) because my role in the group is to be sent to detention in the principal's (laughs) office for not finishing the book on time. I'd be right there with you, sweetheart. Yeah, and and in a 
addition to that, my retention is also poor. <laughs> so, you know, just a bit of a winner, really, all the way around. Annie, I think you and I have a bit of a competition. We do. With the, um, yeah. we're always like yeah. panicking right before yeah. because we've all, you know, we've always got like 200 yeah. pages and we five do a lot nights of maths. before. There's a certain number of days, certain number of pages. Yeah. You've got to read this many pages this many days. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a stretch. It's a panic. Yep. Yep. And I'm only up to a page 134 of our 400 page book that we are reviewing next week. Don't so worry. Yet again, you've Annie, got a weekend. Winning goals. You've got Annie, a weekend. Goals. A- Annie, so am I. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason we're in the book club together. There is a reason we are in the book club together. So principal office is my role. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Hello, I'm Kim. I'm an artist, retired art teacher. I started back in the day with Mel from scratch. We're the longest two. Longest serving members. Longest serving members. Um, founding members. Yeah. And yeah. Founding yes. Members. Back yep. then, communication, back then, communication was done through email, I think, or phone texting, but now we message. Yeah, so that's right. One of right. my roles early in the piece was keeping everybody in order. And I don't know. I think you still... Sending out the message just to say when... You the still have that role? Yeah. You're our organiser. The communications our manager, We're perhaps. It over, if you have noticed. <laughs> <laughs> We're still completely dependent on you, Kim, for that. Yeah. Kim, what I'm getting from that comment is nobody wants the role. <laughs> <laughs> They're really hoping that you will stay in it. Yeah. But, but, but to my advantage, they've actually become more organised over the years. Yes. Because, you know. I would agree. Annie used to work in Brisbane and be full on with work. Other people had kids and work and... And as as we've all matured and our families have matured, we've gotten better at organising ourselves. Good point. Haven't we? I reckon you're right. Mm. My name's Tracy. I'm a nurse and uh, book club's one of my greatest monthly outings. I love to read. It's so much fun. Do you have a role? Because I've oh, got do a I role have for role. you. Yeah. Melinda thinks that I have great... Recall. Recall. Your recall girl. I have attention to detail and I think it's part of my... ADHD. No, all my <laughs> obsessive compulsive stuff that comes mm-hmm. along, that's part of my job. So mm. detail is, details just stick in my brain. They do. And because I can't get rid of them. Your recall's incredible. Like Annie and I Very sitting there much. going, what and the And it's like little, deta- little details like, mm. uh, just like, oh, wow. When he said this on page. <laughs> well, I, I remember and he looked it, this way. And then and I like, just go back and look and I go, and then mm. you think, oh, that was so influential to some other part. Of the story. And you're generally right. Mm. And we're all going, oh, yeah. Oh, I missed that bit. Totally. Missed that bit. <laughs> Must have nodded and off I, And I also <laughs> yeah. do, I do read all the book club books, but I also do a lot of audio books as well. Mm-hmm. So I feel less resentful doing housework while someone's reading yes. to me. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I love that. That's when I listen to podcasts. Actually. And more likely to do more housework. Well, I just get a good rated. Mm. Yeah, 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 nice. Hi, I'm Danielle and this is my second book club. (laughs) 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 It's the second one. I haven't even um, read the whole book yet. So, yeah, I'm a a social worker by trade and I guess Mel and I have a mutual friend, Susie, and we met at the beach and Mel said, come to book club and I've gone yes because for the last 16 years I guess I've been at uni and just reading for uni and yep. doing theses and I just really wanted to get back to reading for fun and pleasure and having some like-minded people to actually discuss the books yeah because it gets a bit boring just reading books yeah it's nice clinical to have books a bit, it's nice to have a oh. like and to throw around ideas and yeah. discuss the books because you know, when I was in Melbourne and with my school friends, we used to do that. And yep. now not so much because we've moved up to Queensland. So mm. Mm. Awesome. So this is the bookcases, everyone. We are missing one of our most beautiful, beautiful friends, Michelle. And she was part of our original group. And sadly, very, very sadly and tragically and devastatingly for all of us, she passed away in August of 2021. So when we do meet, we always have a candle which we, not a wax candle, it's one of those little battery-operated ones. So we take this little candle every meeting and we put it on the the table wherever we are and we remember Michelle. So she's always with us at our book club meetings because she was such a treasured so part of the group. Yeah, Such a lovely yeah. legacy. Mm, mm. And we adored her. That. Yeah, well, we hope so. We think so. 
wherever she is. I would. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I remember think, that. If anything happens to me and you're podcasting with someone else, can you light a candle? Light a candle. <laughs> it's done. Consider it done, Trish. Mm. Oh, I was mm. just going to say, but I think we all know what Michelle would think of a book as well. Yeah. We often well, say Michelle would like this one or Michelle oh, wouldn't have liked Michelle this. wouldn't like that one. No. Yeah. Well, we knew her very well. We got to know her very, very yeah. well over the and years. And her taste so. in books. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, we miss her. We miss her dearly. So I just wanted to mention her. We also say that we should take a photo every time that we have book club, don't we? And mm-hmm. we still don't do that because the last book club that we had Michelle at, yeah, we didn't take a photo. Take a photo, mm. and we always say, yeah, now, and we, we wish it. we had it. Ah, yeah, that's yes. right. Yeah, and we didn't have enough photos. We've got some mm. terrible grainy ones from years so back in the olden day. Back in the olden when days, you when take the, them to the chemist when the eye telephone wasn't film. as good. <laughs> no, not that far back, Trish. But when the eye telephone wasn't as and good. and they used to come it? through the the thing, and everyone could see what you'd been up to on the weekend. <laughs> The viewing window. Oh, my God. They thought I wasn't there when that one came through. No boob shots. <laughs> we don't want any boob shots. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Let's go over to you, Trish. I totally get the book club thing. I live rurally and have never really gone and joined one as such. So what motivated you to go, okay, I want to make the time f- to do this? Tracy? Oh, I just have always loved reading, even though, you know, some of us come from super sports background and I can remember being under my blanket with a torch Mm -hmm. and reading all night and trying not to get caught, even as a child. No iPad, darling. No, and And I read... No iTelephone either. I had a half an hour trip on the bus to school and back every day. I read and I read every day. And, and I, didn't, no, I didn't know that it was not a thing. We should I, backtrack slightly, Tracy, because you and I were actually in a book club yes, years before, before and that then that one. one stopped. I can't even remember why. And then it was when I met you, Kim, at university that we, that we're, yeah, I, we started chatting and I said, oh, I'm going to start a book club again. And then it just it went from there. And then I got back in touch with you from and memory. I always and always used to have a book in my handbag wherever yeah, I went, yeah, wow. even mm. before book club. Mm. And then the great thing about book club, it just... It just makes reading better because other people's ideas and choices and books you'd never pick up. Mm, absolutely. Is, yeah. It's just, mm. just a wonder. Annie, what, do you, what about you? Um, I, again, completely opposite to Tracy and I have not been a prolific reader through my life, but as a shift worker, it's very difficult to find something that you can participate in outside of work that doesn't happen every second, you know, every Tuesday or every Thursday. Yes. For me, that's not something I can do. So this was a great opportunity for me. And like Tracy, one of the great things about it is that I'm now reading books I never would have picked up. Oh, God, yeah. And even the books we do do, we come back with like six different interpretations and six different understandings of it. And it's like, holy crap, like that's amazing. It's such a great an interesting way. And and we're finding now, because we know each other so well, we're finding even reading the books is like, oh, this is going to be one that Mel really likes and this is going to be one that Helen really likes. And and so that kind of adds a level of enjoyment to it as you read it. So, yeah, it's been really great for me, even though I spend a lot of time in the principal's office. Still, <laughs> you know, it's still actually, yeah, really great. And there's seven of us. And there's <clears throat> seven of us. <laughs> Again, maths, not my strong point. No, my. Social worker. I didn't no, even, I completely missed that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Would anyone else like to share their story? Of- well, I'm actually Mel's cousin. So, as you know, Trish. I so- do know that. Mel asked if I wanted to come along and up until that point, very sport-oriented, like Trace was saying. But I think one of the things I love the most, and yes, to get out of my rut of the style of books I was reading, because you sort of go, Mm. okay, and you always go for that same genre. And this always makes you read something you completely would not get Mm. off the shelf, which is outstanding. And like Annie was saying, a different opinion from all these different people, but also just the general social side of it, like I find really, really good just getting together with other women and, of course, our conversations don't just... <laughs> yes, they're not just about the book. I know that's very surprising to probably everybody that's listening, but listening, but we talk about, like, family and then films. 
films. films. We do a lot of films um, and, and streaming yeah. services and yes. <laughs> and documentaries and yeah. then sometimes we go and see the movie of the book that ah, we've yes. read. Mm. That would be interesting. Um, so it's not debrief. It's almost just not a book club. Yeah. Like it's a You've just made me, Trish, you've just made me think of something. Probably one of my roles, girls, is the person that falls asleep at the movie adaptation <laughs> of the book. I've fallen asleep at just about every single one Seriously? except Jane Eyre. That was I think that was the only one that I didn't Yeah, yeah, I'm a shocker. Shocker. So yeah, that's my role. That's my role. Anyway, listening mm. to you talk about that, one of the things that I could imagine that I would love about a book club is when I do read a book, like you, Tracy, I'm a very big audio book girl and I quite often, if I do try to read, which I do, but if I try and do it before bed, I just fall asleep. It's just the way I'm wired. But I just get so involved and invested in the characters and when I finish the book, I really miss them and I wonder what they're doing. <laughs> I feel lonely and sad. So I get that you like to get together and talk about them because I really do miss them. Well, some of the books have had a big effect on us, haven't they? Like they've really stayed with us. Annie and I had a conversation when I was driving to Brisbane one day about a book that we were reading. It was a nonfiction one that you'd ch- chosen and it was about, it's called Say Nothing, and it was about the IRA during the Troubles in the 1970s. And we, we talked for an hour and a half like flat out about the book because we were so affected and so impacted by the story and and the deaths. I'd like the authors to do a Where Are They Now? Well, we know, yeah. On the characters. I think one of the really amazing things about that book, and for me I always think about the book about leaving like a little fossil imprint on my psyche. It's not just a shadow that I carry with that book. It's like an imprinted fossil. Wow. And it's about the fact that it's not just the story, and the story is quite compelling and quite interesting, but it's the fact that behind it you then think okay well these these were young people who committed to a cause and some of that is about the vulnerability of youth and the passion of youth and they committed to a particular cause where they justified the means by the ends that it was going to have and then the ends changed and the goalposts changed so they had participated in these activities that were extreme and unacceptable and murderous Mm. and but now the goalposts had changed. So now they had to live with doing something that they yeah. thought was justified because of what they thought mm. the end was mm. going to be. The end has now changed. And now as ageing adults, yep. they had to try and justify what they had done. And then the mental health impacts for those people that one had ended up with anorexia, yeah. there were several suicides. Do you know, all that idea about really committing to this cause that you really genuinely believe to your bones. Yep. And then that changed. Yeah. So it was yeah. such an interesting story yeah, about was, how I they agree. then mm. coped post, you know, the significant troubles. Post. Mm. So it's always been such an incredibly interesting book. So true. I am going to move around the circle now and ask you, I'm going to start with you, Danielle. <laughs> you poor darling. Oh, I've kind of bullied Danielle. She's just joined our group. She's been to one meeting. <laughs> she and thinking, then I've said, what have I signed up and for? And by the way, Danielle, I want you to come in and chat with us on our on our podcast. But I really appreciate this. Right. Just a little out of so, comfort zone, but that's okay. Yeah, well, we can do that though. We we we're fifty-ish women, and we get out of our comfort zone, and we survive. We, we don't give a fifty. We, we don't can give do a hard 50. things. No, we can do hard I'm things. Choosing not to give a fifty. So good girl, good girl. So I just want to know what your like most favourite read is. If you can, or a couple, and just why? Just very, very generally. Oh, gosh, put me on the spot. Why don't you? It's okay. been so long since I've read. I guess one of the things that. The God of Small Things by Aronte Royal yep. was a book that I hadn't thought that I would ever read and I was working towards going back to uni and I did mm-hmm. a, a course to sort of do the entry exam as a uh, mature adult and just reading that book and the story behind it and I guess I was wanting to do psychology at the time so just the, the trauma and the the expression around it, but also the beauty of the book and the, in the descriptions, which I, I that's always left a mark on me, that book. 
other books? I'm just trying to think. I'm one right. is one is fine because I have really put you on the spot. Yeah, I'm just yeah. trying to think. There, uh, <clears throat> I'll be able to think of it later. But yeah, of course you will. Not now. <laughs> you'll you'll be thinking about, about them all night. Yeah. I should have said. That I book. should have said that. <laughs> anyway, I can add it. I am going to put a list of some of our favourite reads on our show notes for our 50ish tribe. So mm-hmm. when you remember, Danielle, just um, flick me a text and I'll oh, add it in. That's really easy. Okay. Um, how about you, Tracy? Do you have? Is there one standout read for you? I uh, looked at this question that you sent us <laughs> and I thought about it and I really have turned it into favourite authors more than okay. favourite books. So, yep. yeah, Geraldine Brooks is, was my first, yep. really, and Year of Wonders yes. is the, was my first. You and I had a deep emotional response, response to that. to that book. <laughs> oh, so did you, Annie. Oh, no. I was just... And so very, very rarely would I ever read a book twice, mm-hmm. and I've read that book twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's page, page, you know, page... Page turner. Page turner, yeah. like from front to back. Heartbreaking, devastating. And... But... and and just more recently was Anthony Doer with that. All, all the light we cannot see. Yeah, all the light we cannot Cloud see. Yeah. And Cloud Cuckoo Land was his, yeah. just his most recent one. And yeah. not very often to do authors do a second book just as good as that first book. Right, yeah. But I think he knocked it out of the park. Great work. Kim, how about you? I love, it won't surprise anyone, Gentleman from Moscow. Yeah. And that, that I can't see the man's name, Amos. And... And along with that, I also like um, The Signature of All Things, which is about a woman who is a moss scientist. Oh, that's... Um, Microphone. Oh, she wrote <laughs> Eat, Eat, Pray, Love. It was the same author. Oh, Mel hates Eat, Pray, Love. Yeah, we all hate Eat, Pray, Love. But she wrote... I know that much. She wrote Liz, a second book. Liz Gil- Elizabeth Liz Gilbert. Elizabeth. Right. And the commonality mm. with those are they're both sort of saga, historic-based mm-hmm. novels. Once about a man, once about a woman from the period they lived in. From memory, Michelle chose A Gentleman in Moscow. No, me. Oh. I did both. And Signature of All Things. I haven't read that one. I don't know where I was, but I didn't read The Signature of All Things. Good one. Gentleman in Moscow was amazing. Yeah. I got that mixed up. No, she loved it, though. She loved it. Yeah, it was her favourite. That's right. Yeah. How about you, Annie? Probably Say Nothing is is up there for me. So is um, Salt to the Sea, which we absolutely adored. We did. And one thing I really loved about this um, perfume, which you and I read, Mel, you and I read in our 20s, and we're like, (laughs) this is creepy and revolting, and then have read it again and have just absolutely, like, sucked. It in. It was so great. Yeah. So true. Um, that uh, and of course, um, against all odds, the uh, the book about the oh. rescue, the Thai rescue of the little boys, which was just like yeah. fantastic. Yeah, we're all we've got it. crushes. We've all got yeah. crushes on those. Two. Oh my god, serious. So like yeah. <laughs> I do. Yeah, yeah, I did. I did find that I, I'm attracted mm. to that. I'm also really attracted to crime novels or mm. you know trying to detect a, a mystery or you know. Yep. Yeah, that it turns out they're the ones I kind of really like. How about you, Helen? Oh, it's such a hard question it is. because there's so many books that I I love, and it's very difficult to say my all-time favourite. One I think that really resonated with me, and I'd have to say a favourite, is The Woman in White by, <laughs> by Wilkie Collins, and everyone's why laughing they, because why Mel is yet at you. Mel is yet to read this book. Neither have I. I lent her my copy and she's ten years ago. Ten years ago, Helen lent me her copy and I still haven't read it. I think that's a bit of a record. And I've told her that I will haunt her until she reads the book. Because I think it's a really important piece of literature in that it was kind of the first feminist novel. Wilkie Collins was Charles Dickens' good friend. Bit of a drug addict, but yeah, Always very interesting. <laughs> I was going to say, made for a very Wonderland. interesting read. <laughs> mm. I also really loved *The Handmaid's Tale* by Margaret Atwood. Yes, yes. <laughs> fantastic book, and we were all so disappointed by the testaments. We will get to that. <laughs> okay, yeah, <laughs> we will get to that. But yeah, I think but *The Handmaid's yeah. Tale* yeah. actually it was a epic, epic story. Yep, so true. Now, Trish. I'm with Kimmy on The Gentleman of, uh, of <laughs> Moscow, definitely one of my favourites. And there are so many great ones we've read, but two others that I loved were The Last Days of Night, about the power. Oh, yes. That was so um, good. That was by Graham Moore. And also The Dictionary of Lost Words by Pip Williams. Oh, my God. I've read that. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah, I really liked that. I haven't haven't read many of the other highbrow ones. (laughs) (laughs) Perfume. 
like you, I read in my 20s, but I'll have to do the redo because I still think weird. Well, that, I won't get those hours back. <laughs> I had that exact experience with The God of Small Things. So I tried to read that like a long time ago when I was far, far younger and hated it, loathed it. So it would be interesting to go back now and have another crack at it. I guess after I read that, we'd just been to Africa and uh, I've just been to it. Africa. I bloody well, love it. So <laughs> packing around all this, is why, this is why I don't go to a book club. Uh, <laughs> let's just say I haven't been that many places but I did go to Africa for six weeks. <laughs> a lot of it resonated with the poverty and things so there was, yeah, right. I had a like a, yeah, right. a running picture in my head of some stuff that I'd, I'd seen, seen and yeah. we'd stopped over in Bombay Airport. Mm-hmm. And like, that was, I'll tell you what, wow. that was an experience. So it was very relevant mm-hmm. to what you were going through at the time. When they were talking about the caste systems and things. Yeah. Mm. So I could actually mm. visualise a face yes. and a person yes. on mm. that, which was I probably made it more relevant. For sure. We do need to talk really super quickly about challenging reads, so things that perhaps we couldn't get through. God of Small Things was obviously one for me, but that wasn't part of the book club. So does anybody want to throw anything out there? Oh, yes, Helen. I think (laughs) we can safely say, but Hilary Mantle, uh, (laughs) the slowest read ever. Pages and pages and pages, even when you know what's going to happen in the end because it's historical fiction. God, could you take any longer to get to the end of a story? Yeah. So, like, honestly, there are days of my life I will never get back mm. waiting for something to happen that I knew was happening. Mm. So, a very so devo- on that, sorry, Tracy, so rude, but I'm just intrigued. So, earlier you mentioned that you do a lot of research before selecting the books, etc. Who selected that one and did they do their research? <laughs> so I mean, what the so WTF, what are you doing with these so, girls' time? So we're a bit divided in book club because mm-hmm. we do have a POM we are in our midst. Yes. Oh, besides you. Oh, are you oh. saying that she's the she didn't like and it, but you all liked it? The English love Hillary Mantle. Like she's been knighted. Mantle. Love Hillary. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, very love. Popular. Like, like if you you yeah. can't say anything bad about <laughs> Hillary Mantle if you come from. I don't even know who she is. Yeah, <laughs> she's an and author. So she's an author. <laughs> I gathered that much. And so <laughs> I've lost my passport I mean, now. You know, <laughs> it's gone. Oh, it was Michelle's first choice. Yeah. It was when, when Henry VIII was cutting off. You know, it was Wolf Hall Michelle's choice? Yes. I know about Henry VIII. I went to Six the Musical the other week. Yeah. yeah, we did. It was very good. And we also have to mention the Testaments, which was my. My major 50 up. So I chose the Testaments, which is the sequel to The Handmaid's Tale, and it was diabolical. It was as diabolically Helen, bad. It was diabolically right? bad. No, but we bad. were also excited. We pre ordered oh, it and we, everything, and we had books. <laughs> we had books. Sorry, why am I laughing at that? It's just <laughs> unkind. Thank you very much. I got a badge. And he had a badge. With a badge. badge. Was she so was excited. We were beside Merchandise ourselves. lent merch. in to mm-hmm. the merch. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yes. It was yep. like it was written. Haven't read the book yes. until you got the merch stuff. <laughs> yeah, it was like it was written by a grade 12 or probably actually, no, grade 8 student who was saying, mm. can you tie up all these loose ends in this book? I mean, you know, that's your homework. And oh. then they just picked one. She is. It was just Margaret Atwood is. We don't believe she wrote now. it. We just don't. We, yeah, we challenge. Oh. We challenge the fact that it was her that wrote it. Conspiracy theory. Mm hmm. Yeah, somebody. Tell me. Mm. Okay, now this is, you know, this is a bit lazy, but The Handmaiden's Tale. The Handmaid's Tale. Handmaid's Tale. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Um, yeah. Excuse me, Trisha, did you do your research? Yeah. Okay. Just, just, what's just um, Annie? Yeah. No, principal's I did office. not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> As a matter of fact, in the principal's office. no, I did yeah. not. <laughs> anyway, what happened, like, I guess, spoiler alert, but... Do the series as it continues, like the one on TV, that's the book you read, right? No. no. <laughs> and no, that no, is why I'm a, not in the book club. Y- yeah, no, no. Okay. It's a monumental. Yeah, really. The, the first oh series was similar to the book. Yes. Right. Yes. Okay. Then, Thank you, Annie. And the screenwriters have obviously just taken Well, just that was kind of the question yeah. I was yeah. going yeah, yeah. to ask was, mm. yeah. is it continuing yeah. on or have they just taken it and run with it. Have we had any monumental 50-ups? Bad books? Do you mean other than Eat, Pray, Love? Well, not essentially no. that. Just, you oh, know, like, I mean, there were some, like Michelle was a cracker for forgetting to come. 
<laughs> and then I, I think I, I would have related her. very well to her. Yeah, you would have. She was so quirky and fun. And then I started a reminder system, so I would text her like the day before, the morning of, the afternoon of, an hour before I was going to pick her up, oh and gosh, she'd still she forget. That. Like it was, she was just an absolute <laughs> legend. Totally related. <laughs> it's true though. She was a shocker. We've had a, a hoot of a time. We did all pile into your van once and go up to Mullaney. Geraldine Brooks. To listen to Geraldine Brooks. You took us the back roads from memory. Just come up close to the mic. Yes, up Malula, Brandenburg Road. Did we go so that I don't know which way we went, but it was a the back roads. The and we, yeah, so that was awesome. And we often do go to the movies and things like that. But I guess, can you girls think of anything that we've just 50 up big time? Helen, you've you've got the wrong day. Yes, before I have turned up at the restaurant. Oh my gosh, um, I love just that! To realise that actually it was a week later, but I've had a lovely time. Got a takeout, <laughs> had a cocktail. Nice, you know. That makes you any feel any better. Last year, my last hair appointment of the year, I turned up the day before it. Mm. Luckily, that had a cancellation because oh. it takes me an hour to get there. So oh. I totally relate to that as well. Oh, good. So, Trish, why do you think book clubs are so popular now? So are we just trailblazers? Are we just trailblazers? Well, we're all just so 50 and fabulous, <laughs> don't you think? Apart from that. I think, um, I think like you girls say in your show, like it's easy to become quite invisible when you get, you know, your kids are sort of starting to get a bit older and then you sort of, you've had that, you've had that, you, you're, that role sort of disappears for a bit. I think it's bloody fabulous. Like I think it's just all, it's, it's just, again, a group of women coming together with a common interest and talking and having a wine and having a nice meal together. Like it's outstanding. Like yeah. all those things, it ticks so many boxes. And like I said, it's not just the chat about the books. It's about so many other things. So in answer to your question, I think they are gaining popularity because I think it's just getting women together that do something that everyone, you can read a book and take away something completely different, but that's absolutely okay. Mm. Like there's no winners, there's no losers. Everybody has something to offer mm. and everyone has a strength and, and it doesn't matter what that is. And I think that's why it's really popular. And even during COVID, we did our little Zoom session. We did. <laughs> which was interesting. Yeah. But it was good to even just do that, yeah. I reckon. It was good to see everyone's faces on the screen, wasn't it? You know what I really mm. get? Apart from Kim's because she was lying down. Oh, she was <laughs> She was doing we just like a, her nostrils a dicky and the knee. top of a glass. She's doing a dicky knee impersonation. That's maybe she's in the nude. <laughs> yeah, were you in the nude? Yes. <laughs> See, I'm like a super sleuth. I know what's going on. Well, she lives out at Malula, and yes, you know what? Those clothes out there. <laughs> Sorry, perhaps I can just say as well, we did actually get a little fan club of our own. We were once oh, yeah. we were once sitting at a table and very surprisingly, there was a very handsome waiter, young <laughs> chap, and he comes up to us and he goes, oh, my God, a real-life book club. <laughs> I never knew you um, people existed. I've only ever seen it on my movies. Wait till I tell my mum. <laughs> oh, my gosh, I love that. And he was just so excited. He was excited. He was actually and then he quite was interested like, oh, in us. I might have to take a photo, like, <laughs> show my mum. I like, so love that. Yeah. Now... Trish, I totally get what you're saying and I think that it's connection. We're all drawn to connection and I think as we get older we also get a lot more curious. So we've, you know, perhaps through the years we've read books that we loved and we have our favourite authors and whatnot but I think as we get older we are very intrigued by how people tick, what has conditioned other people, why do they think like they do. So even somebody's interpretation or their thoughts on a book, it's interesting to go, okay, well, I wonder where they're coming from, from that. So I think it's just that, that curiosity and connection. I do love to read. As mentioned, I fall asleep, so I do a lot of audio books. But the thought, I was having this conversation with Mel earlier, the thought of actually going to a book club, because I don't see myself as highly academic and I think that I was always very intimidated thinking that, oh, no, I'm not smart enough for a book club. They'd be talking about really highbrow shit. Well, of course you do. And <laughs> Trish, I think Kim's book that she gave us that we now have to talk about, you know, how we liked it and the structure, blah, blah, has 
helped focus us. Prior to that, it was pretty much, oh, I fucking hated her. She was such a bitch. <laughs> she's like, she's she's such, she's mole. She's such a mole. She's such a mole. Like, yeah. that was well, pretty that, much. That would be my yeah. book club. Yeah. yeah it so it's much. nice hearing this because it, it, I think for other people out there, they might feel like me. They might think, oh, no, that's only for smart people that went to uni. And, and most of our time at book club, we talk about the book, yes, but then it is, as Trisha said, it's about the connection. Like we have such a laugh and I think that's what drags us each month, the fact that we are going to have a wine, we're going to have a giggle, we're going to have a laugh, we're going to have a catch Connection. up and see how everybody's life and what's happening. Oh, yeah, and we'll talk about the book as well, mm. you know, if you've finished it, which doesn't always happen. But, you know. <laughs> that's, a, that's life. That that's life. Yeah. Okay, so more on book club after this break. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So the mm. other thing I was going to mention was, and this is something that I have done recently, is I have joined a book club. But because of my, I live rurally, and there's probably a book club in the area, but, you know, how do you find your local book club. That's probably a good thing to know. We might do some research and find out if there is some sort of network or or how people can be part of it. But I was just scrolling through socials over the holidays <laughs> and I came across Beck Sparrow, who is a Brisbane-based author. She's read uh, read probably read a lot of books, but <laughs> she's written some as well. And her and another lady called Jane Sullivan. She is a um, a tutor, an English tutor. She started that tutoring company, Scholarly. Is it Scholarly? Something like that. Anyway, they have an online book club, so you can join and you know, as you do, read one book a month, etc. And then it's a big Zoom call to catch up on everything, and so you don't always get to speak. But for someone like me who had never been involved in a real book club, it was great because I could jump on and go, okay, well, okay, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. And oh, yeah, I would have said that. So mm. that I'm not stupid after all. It's a good That's introduction. A I would have. Yeah, it? I just, mm. I enjoyed it. And it's kind of like, if you're too nervous to participate, that is a great way to put your toe in the water. So that's called, mm. it's the Birds of a Feather Book Club. And I will actually put a link in our show notes. But what I love about that initiative as well is they have one for 12 to 14 year olds and 15 plus and whatnot. So, you know, for those kids who may be a bit socially awkward or love it or not socially awkward, but love yeah. books, this is a good way and to agree. fuel it. And the we just had our first Zoom meeting and, you know, it was great, but it was good. Sally Hepworth was the author of the book that we read and she was on the Zoom call. So That's pretty cool. It was right. really cool and she was chitter-chatting and whatnot and, you know, I didn't get to talk to her, but that's okay. I was more there just to listen. But it was really fun and I could just imagine what it would be like to be in a book club that evolves over years and it's like having that group of friends that you go through so much. Yeah, Weird. yeah, so true. Yeah, I'll tell you if we'd had um, if we had you. access, I'll tell you, Trish, if we had access to the authors, we'd tell Margaret Atwood that she'd do a very good job. <laughs> Jesus, Margaret, what were you thinking? Oh, I know, so Trent Dalton. Dalton. Yeah, yes, we love Trent Dalton. Hey, I was just thinking of a, a fifty up, and that's that's when we were reading Goldfinch by Donna Tartt, which was like nine hundred pages, and I opened it up and fell asleep. It fell on my face. The book on oh page my gosh, one that happened to thought, me. Ooh, I've got. <laughs> I'm in a bit of trouble. 
Gordo always laughs because I go, I'm going to bed to read. He goes, oh, right. Yeah. Because he comes in and literally the my book's, he- the <laughs> book's on my head. Yeah. yeah. That's me just about All every All the night. time. Instead of having a wrap-up question, I think Well, that- actually, I did. I forgot to tell you earlier mm-hmm. that I actually have been in another book club and it was when my kids were young and we used to meet on a Friday afternoon and we'd go and have a glass of wine but the only thing that is different is we didn't actually read any books. We just called it book club. <laughs> That's perfect. So we meet you at book clubs. We just, just a Friday afternoon wine. Why don't you call <laughs> it Friday up. afternoon wine club? I know. We just thought we were funny. <laughs> <laughs> so we're not going to do our, our normal uh, wrap-up question. I'm going to throw it over to you girls and just ask for tips for any of our 50-ish tribe. crooks. <laughs> any of our 50-ish tribe that are out there thinking that they might start a book club. What are some of the tips that we would give them? Yeah, take it away, Kim. Well, originally we just used to do drinks and then after a couple of years we worked out, why aren't we treating ourselves to a meal? So then we started to have a meal. Yes. Because we'd all be trying to get meals sorted at home or whatever. So that was the first thing we learnt to do, but it took us a while. And it also took us a long while to work out that if the one person who chooses the book buys the book for everybody instead of us all running around trying to get our own copies. Ah, nice. Because you'd choose the book and there might be one on this shelf in this bookshop and one on that shelf. So now we have gifted a book by the person each time we have the meeting. Um, So, yeah, and you're only actually buying books once every... Seven goes around the yeah. around the yeah. table, basically. Yeah. So yeah, unless if you're an audiobook person like me, then you can just bloody organise your own, yeah. which well, is what I'm Kim does. Audio Kim's an yes. audio girl. Yeah, Michelle was a Kindle girl. Remember, she used to give us in percentage how much she'd she'd read. I've read thirty three percent. It was very specific. Because that used to hold us up sometimes. Yeah, we get the book from the book depository or the suppository yeah. or whatever. It was. Yeah, no, big time. Yeah, the any suppository? Did you say? <laughs> Anything else? Any other tips? Tracy, can you think of anything? Oh, I was just going to say, I think it's important for people to realise that there's no wrong answer with book club. You know, you either like the book or you don't. Yep. You either like the characters or find the book engaging or you don't. Or the genre. You just have to yeah, like be honest. and Yeah. Um, and don't be intimidated, ladies. Exactly. Don't it's think case, just because yeah, you're not highbrow, you there's not a book club out there for you. <laughs> I think what I've really enjoyed in the last year or 18 months or two years is the new restaurant every month. <laughs> yes, yeah, absolutely. We and we try to match it with the book. That's not always possible. Oh, theming no. it. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Who came Do up we... with that idea? Oh, Helen. <laughs> now, I'd like to see the next book club meeting. I'd like to see the dress going oh, the with dress. the theme of the restaurant. <laughs> it's kind of like a fancy dress book club. <laughs> Like if we go back to The Handmaiden's Tale, then I would like you to all go in, in red. Yes. <laughs> so what book are you reading now? Who's I'm really good at costumes. We could brainstorm. It's based in Sri Lanka. Yeah. Mm. Easy. Yeah. And the main character's dead, so it probably yeah. wouldn't be a good look. Mm. Yeah. Well, he just might... don't go with makeup on and be perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We could just all he, come in right, sheets. Daylight, yeah, well, he was dismembered yeah. too, so that could get oh, his – he was well, he's a dismembered. Then, you know, we could see what he could do. Yeah, we – Anyway, I'm Is not cr- saying, I'm just saying that it's an idea. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Some books may be easier than others. <laughs> You're right. I think the other thing that we do really well is two things. One, we always set a date for the next book club when we're at a book club. Yes. So, and everyone has their phones, everyone has their rosters, and we all come up yeah. with, based on the number of pages. <laughs> yes, for Annie and I, who are the slowest how, readers in the group. How long it's going to take us to mm-hmm. read it, and we set a date. Yeah. And we don't mind if you don't finish by that time. Mm. So that's the first thing. The second thing is Annie, we used to have... They say that now, don't they? <laughs> I'm sure they look down their nose it's at you when true. you turn they up do. and yeah, it's not do. done. They always sit me at the end of the table. <laughs> yes. They put the me in the corner, corner. They put me in the corner. So Nobody, Nobody puts Annie in the corner. Nobody puts Annie in the corner. Well, they do, actually. It's all right. I mightn't be finishing this month. might be there in the corner with you. I think the other thing that's been better and when I first joined I didn't mind this but when I first joined pretty much Kim and Helen chose the books and that was about it but then I don't even know how it eventuated Mm -hmm. but all of a sudden 
We went, no, everybody does it, and we go in alphabetical order. And Did you everyone... find that intimidating to start with? Yes. That first, the, oh, the God, dilemma my book going to be shit? That would yeah. be my it's drama. Except, the pressure. except when I was doing my university degree, and these legends read all my books. Oh, all my novels. Bless. So they've basically read my creative writing and English degree. Did they do Set any of your... Uh, no, they didn't bugger <laughs> them. <laughs> but yes. some of that was to our advantage because we did some adult, young adult yeah. books. And like Sleeping Dogs and stuff like that were The Book Thief. Fantastic. Yes. Yeah, we, we did some never crackers. Never. We never would have chosen them. Taronga was yeah, amazing. Just fantastic. Yeah. So very, very interesting. That was a very early post-apocalyptic mm. style as well, which is so... Fun fact. Yeah, well, it's so trendy now, isn't it? But it, is. it wasn't when that book was written, which was in, from memory, like the 70s or the 80s. Anyway, fun sure, fact. Sure well, it wasn't the 20s when my oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We've, had, we've got a few yeah. dates and yeah. uh, ages of authors wrong over the years, but, you know. That happens. We're not perfect. It does. It does. Okay. So that's it from us today. I'll pop some of those must-reads into our show notes so that you can check them out if you're looking for something. I might even put a few of my must-reads into. No, please yes, do. Please. And also I'll put a link to the online book club that you're in now, Birds the of a Feather. Birds of a Feather, mm. as in Birds of a Feather flock together. One yeah. of my favourite sayings from many a year. I've never heard you say that before. Are you serious? Mm. No, never, but there That's you go. It normally anyway. comes out when I'm giving you some sort of wisdom <laughs> about people of like-minded or... Yeah, yes, the natures are like-minded. Yes. <laughs> don't forget, you can follow us on Instagram at Don't Give a Fifty and email kind of like us. Like the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. You get what I'm saying? I'm with you, girlfriend. I think it means that you're really similar. Have similar likes. Well, I don't understand. Can you get? Can you explain that a bit more? No, no, I can't. If you don't understand that. Then <laughs> no right being at a book club. You can also email us at hello at don'tgiveafifty.com.au and go and check out our website. It's new. We're excited and we really don't have anything more to add on the website. <laughs> <laughs> Do we choose it anyway? It's there. Now, we don't have a no, the people are subscribing. I sent oh, through to you the stats last week. We had an update and we had one new subscriber. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> So it's going gangbusters. <laughs> I, lucky for you, I don't think there's a limit on how many people can subscribe, so it's not filling up, but by all means, move with haste <laughs> to avoid disappointment. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Oh, hilarious. <laughs> That's right, because I emailed Maybe you Maybe if you are that one subscriber, could you also <laughs> Tell leave a, a review? Because <laughs> we haven't got any reviews either. <laughs> Okay, if you've got a moment, please leave us a review. Send it in. You could DM us. You could email us. Email. Yeah, yeah. And also some suggestions of topics. The Apple Podcast app. Yeah, yeah. There's a function there. There is a function there. And send in topics. So, Trish, you have done this really well. You've sent us in a number of topics which we've um, we've followed up and we've created episodes out of that. So thank you so much. Remember, gorgeous 50-ishers, life is for living. Don't give a 50 because we're all 50 and awesome regardless of age and living and ageing is an absolute privilege and just being awesome is our right. Absolutely. See you, bookcases. Thank Thank you, you. bookcases. You girls are awesome. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.